Hello everyone, my name is Rick, Rick Van Rugen from Neo Technology, and uh, here I am again recording another episode for our Graph Database podcast, and tonight I am joined by a very tired and worn down consultant of Neo Technology all the way over in Chicago, uh, Max DeMarzi, I've been looking forward to this, hi Max, how are you? I'm doing well Rick, how are you man? I'm doing really well, thanks for coming on the podcast, really appreciate it. No worries. Yeah, so so Max, you know, I've been a big fan of uh, your blog and you know, all the work you've been doing with Neo long before you joined Neo, but most people might not know you. So why don't you introduce yourself? Sure. So Max Demarzi, I am a field engineer for Neo for Day. What does that mean? It means I get to go around the country and help people build Neo for Day solutions. So I don't work on the product at all. I don't work on the back end whatsoever. Instead, I use Neo4j to build real-world apps that our customers use for things. Uh, my specialty is building proof of concepts in about a week or two. That way, you have something tangible to show to you know upper management. Uh, because the reality is, we sell you an empty database in about three or six months worth of work, and it makes everyone's life easier if you can see the light at the end of the tunnel before you even get started by having a POC that does pretty much what you want it to do. Couldn't agree more, yeah. So, so Max, how did you get to NEO? Tell us about that, because you were working with NEO long before you joined NEO, right? Yeah, I was taking vacation time off to go do Neo4j consulting gigs. Um, so I was... Are you serious? <laughs> I was uh, obsessed, I guess is the right word. Uh, okay. I, I fell in love with the, the idea of graphs. Uh, it just clicked in my head. I'd been a SQL developer for a decade before I hit Neo4j. And I was like, why wasn't I shown this 10 years ago? Uh, it just <laughs> made life so much easier for me to think about the problems I was dealing with, specifically in graph format. Yeah. Uh, and the, the biggest kick out of Neo is sometimes you're doing things that no one has ever done before. Versus you can't really say the same thing. You know, if you're building a CRUD application on MySQL, you've done that a hundred times. But this time, something no one's ever done before. And that's that gives me that developer high that I crave. I can imagine, absolutely. Yeah. So so and you and you started writing about that as well, right? I mean you do, you've you've had a very interesting and at least I think, you know, popular blog about it as well, right? Yeah. So my strength is that I can Go to a customer site on Monday knowing nothing, and on Friday I, I can build something that makes sense with their domain, whatever it may be. My weakness is that I don't remember anything. So to counter that weakness, what I do is I blog about the things I do, and then I set everything up on GitHub. So there's code there as well. Yep. So that way people can kind of learn from my experience, and I upload my memory to the, you know, to the web, and I don't have to remember that stuff because honestly, this job is so fast-paced that. I have no time to, to even remember what I did three months ago or six months ago or a year ago. And Google will remember everything, right? Exactly. That's how it goes, absolutely. So, so how, how did you actually come about, Neo, and, and you know, why, did you, why did you fall in love with it? You know, what's so good about it? I watched a video, oddly enough, on uh, Windy City DB. They were um, showing a video of how to model comic book data. And the guy tried to do it in a relational database and completely failed. He tried to do it in a document database and it just wasn't working. And then he turned to the graph and he was like, okay, this, this can handle it. This can handle anything. Um, and oddly enough, you know, um, Marvel Comics ended up actually building the real Marvel comic graph using Neo4j. 
Absolutely. You know, that guy, that guy uh, talked about it a lot as well, right? I don't know his name anymore, but I'll find it. Uh, he, he did some presentations about that, right? The Marvel Universe. Yeah, and so from four years from someone's idea to a real company really doing it and actually, you know, using it in production, it's amazing. Very cool. What do you think is that like the big strength then? You know, what's the big strength of a graph database if you compare it to other data stores? You know, what why do you think it's so powerful? Well, for me, it's not just the graph database. It's Neo4j itself. It's super extensible. You can do whatever you want with it. And that's what sometimes people forget that it's not just a database. You can say, here's the thing that you talk to by a language, and that's all you can do with it. Um, you know, Neo4j encourages you, wants you to play with it, wants you to get inside the guts of it and say, build an extension, build a kernel extension, build, you know, build a plugin for Neo4j, modify the actual kernel itself, and use a custom jar if you want. All those things are possible with Neo, and I show in the blog how to do them and how painless it is versus trying to do that with Postgres or MySQL or Redis or anything else that's out there and your head will explode. You know, so it's not just the here's nodes, here relationships, and I can model anything. It's that plus everything else under the sun you can do, you can do with Neo4j. So, so what you're talking about is actually, you know, the implementation as well. You know, it's not just uh, the model that's great, but it's also, you know, the way we use it or the way Neo uses it internally. You, you think it's really powerful. Yeah, absolutely. And everything is changeable. If you don't like the way the indexes are handled Neo4j, you can change them. If you don't like the way, um, you know, the interfaces or the REST API, you can have your own custom REST API. Yeah. If you don't like the way logging is done, you can change the logging permissions. You can change anything you want you can change and the whole thing is open source which is really nice yeah super great absolutely so what's the what's the most exciting application that you ever built for neo you know what do you, what are you anything that comes to mind like i know i could go to google but you know <laughs> can you remember anything no i mean there's there's lots of things that stick out um, one of my first projects in neo4j was this boolean logic uh, search basically you express a set of conditions in Boolean logic and, and the graph would go and match them and find them and get your results, which is kind of hard to do with just about anything else. But the graph does it marvelously and very, very fast. Then there's the um, Facebook graph search example. Oh, wow. actually, yeah, I remember that one. <laughs> you know, in three days, I was able to replicate what Facebook was doing using some custom cipher queries and a little bit of trickery from Ruby. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. Did, didn't yeah. Facebook actually, you know, get you know, forbid that application or something like that? I heard something that you know you weren't able to do it anymore. Yeah, I mean, they were happy with it for about a year, and then I got a cease and desist type letter saying I was replicating their core functionality, and they uh, had me shut it down. And I was like, that was the whole point, to replicate your functionality. I mean, <laughs> you know, and with one one guy with a few hours instead of, you know, a whole team for six months or a year, however long it took him to build it. Obviously, my POC was a lot smaller, but hey, but it was pretty pretty sophisticated, right? It had like natural language processing in it and everything. It was pretty sophisticated, I thought. Yeah, well, it's a lot of smoke and mirrors, but it did what a user, as far as user was concerned, it was magic, and that's really all I care, all we care about, right? Yeah. You can you can do things the hard way, or you can do things the easy way. The user doesn't care as long as he gets his results. Yeah, I thought that was fantastic. I'll I'll put a link to that. Uh, I don't know if it's still on your blog, but I'll I'll, I'll try and look for it and uh, include it in the transcript and everything. So, 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 Max, where is this going, man? Where, where, where do you think uh, we'll end up with graph technology in E4J in you know ten years from now? Uh, what, what's your uh, view of the future? Oh man, I wish um, 
more people got into the graph and started thinking about the data initially as a graph instead of as a set of table uh, and join tables and indexes and so on. I think we're not even close to that point yet. People still think about the data as tables and it's going to be a long time to get people off of that uh, into a different model. And there's so many different competing models as well. You know, 250 different vendors that let you install software on site and another 250 that do host a database. Yeah. Uh, it's, it's a jungle. And there's going to be some consolidation at some point. Hopefully some nice standards come out of it and we learn, you know, as a group how to do things better. Uh, my hope is that SQL dies a horrible death at some point and that we move on to a better language. Uh, I loathe with the great passion all of the people who put SQL on these new technologies like SQL and Hadoop and SQL and Spark and SQL and Storm. I want to kill those people. Uh, they're going backwards. They're, they're like damaging the movement of let's get better databases, let's get better query languages for data. You know, let, let's move the industry forward, not backwards. So I want to. I, I need to ask you. You know, what what is the number one thing that bothers you about SQL? It's just the way we've been doing things for thirty years. I mean, at some point we have to evolve and say, okay, we we tried this first and it was cool, but you know, we're better than that. We've we've grown as an industry. We can do more. We can think of our data in different ways and alternate ways. And not everyone has to be shoehorned into the same way of doing things. Yeah, absolutely cool. Well, man, I, I think um, we'll, unless you have any, you know, flaming points to, to make uh, left, but uh, we'll wrap up here and we want to keep these podcasts uh, uh, quite short. So um, I think people will want to come in to one of your talks, maybe, right? You you, you talk about Neo4j quite often. OSCON next, I think, isn't it? Yeah, I have Stampede in a week and then OSCON after that. And then who knows? Also, yeah. just, you know, look at the blog, maxdemarzi.com. Absolutely. And follow me on Twitter for all kinds of craziness. And, uh, you know, I, I do want to wish you lots of good luck with your new puppy. And uh, I'll, I hope to talk to you soon, Max. All right. I'll go get some sleep. Thanks. Yeah. Cheers, man. Bye-bye. Bye. -bye. Bye.